Welcome to Ghost of a Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Lignato. I'm an astrologer, psychic medium, and animal communicator, and I'm going to give you your weekly horoscope and no bullshit mystical advice for living your very best life. Puppies and kittens, I think it's very important that we talk about Venus retrograde. The great thing about astrology is that it works. It works. It's amazing. It's helpful. The bad thing about how accessible astrology is, we just are flooded with ideas, 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 and we are not necessarily choosing to take enough space from those ideas in order to parse through which ones are in service to our needs and how to make use of the ideas. So I'm going to talk to you about Venus retrograde. And my hope for you is that you sit with this and just like you sit with all astrology and all data, try to sit with this and not be in such a rush to figure it out and make use of it or like cross-reference it with 600 other ideas. Just sit with it, feel into what works and what doesn't work. And then make your deliberations. It's okay to take time to emotionally process your cerebral ideas. In fact, it is quite wise. So Venus retrograde, what a big deal, eh? Venus is the planet. It's like the little woman symbol, right? That everybody knows. And Venus is associated with females uh, because it is, right? Because it is. Also, because it is in the world of dating and and love, it is the gatherer and not the hunter. It is about sensual connection. It's about hooking up as opposed to boning. It is about being beautiful and feeling beautiful and creating beauty in the world. It is about diplomacy. This is the planet that governs how we say what we say. It's being gentle with others and ourselves. It is also our value system. It is what you value. It is how you express that value. It is also money, personal possessions. Astrology is complicated and layers and layers of data come from each individual planet, sign, or whatever else. And so when we talk about Venus, it's a mistake to only talk about money or to only talk about love or only talk about beauty. We really want to understand, first of all, the interconnectedness of all of these things. And second of all, that all of these things uh, deserve their own attention and their own investigation. This Venus retrograde, let's be real. Oh, and I should say, it's happening October 5th, 2018 through November 16th, 2018. So it's approximately 40 days. That's generally how long they last. So I don't know if you've uh, looked up lately, but we are in a time where women's rights are very much the topic on everyone's mind. If you're not concerned with women's rights at this time, I don't know what you're thinking about. That's weird because Jesus H. I mean, we are in a time where sexual assault, sexual agency, the stories of women that other women have always known, but we're sharing it with men right? The stories of women and what we have to do to survive the kind of abuse and harassment that is just part of being a woman in a patriarchal society is really being talked about. It is coming from the shadow and into the light. And how we respond to that as a society, ooh, it's up, y'all says, it's up. And 
part of what that means is we as individuals must look at our own shadow. And if you're male identified, this is a really important time to be looking at your attitudes towards femmes and women. And I say femmes and women very intentionally, guys. This is a really good time to look at your relationship to femininity. It's a good time to look at your relationship to your own femininity. The issue here is uh, when we disrespect women as a society, it's impossible to not be touched by it and not have your attitudes and assumptions touched by it. And this is a really powerful time to be looking at those attitudes and assumptions and also, of course, your actions. This is a powerful time to listen. And listening is not just something we do with our brains and ears. Hopefully, it's something we do with our actions as well. Read things that are a little triggering and overwhelming to hear and just like make make sense of them, not defensively if you can, but really by reflecting and, and being empathetic and putting yourself in somebody else's position that you simply can't understand. Another part of this is looking at your own relationship, as I said, to your own femininity. Because the thing is, we all have, everyone, regardless of their gender identity, we all have Venus and the moon, these feminine planets in our charts, which means we all have femininity within our nature. And when boys and men are nurtured to repress those things and not experience and express those things, when dudes feel like it's bad to be femme in any way, that just means you're shutting down a lot of parts of yourself that you don't even get to know. And that sucks. It sucks for you and it sucks for the people who like and love you. If you identify as female, be able to look at your internalized misogyny, to be able to look at your sense of what you deserve as a woman, what what you're entitled to, and also how you may have judgments towards yourself and other women. You know, on social media recently, I posted something about like, consider, are you only following women on social media that you think are attractive, that you think are pretty? Do you follow people who you think are unattractive? Do you follow people who are ugly? I think that this is a really important thing to consider because even very, you know, feminist and pro-women people on social media, when something goes on with an older woman who may not be at her aesthetic prime, there's this trend where they post photos when they are at their aesthetic prime. So, you know, if somebody dies in her 70s, all of a sudden social media is flooded with images from her in her 20s. This is this is really, in my view, a bit of a, a an issue of internalized misogyny. It is important that we as female have value, whether or not we are aesthetically at our prime, whether or not we are what is currently considered to be attractive. It's very important. But something that I find really interesting is, you know, I posted about this, talked with lots of people about it, but I saw a meaningful contingent of women responding, I don't see ugly. I never think people are ugly. I think people who are beautiful on the inside (laughs) are beautiful on the outside point blank. And I think that that's a little bit like saying you don't see color. It is unrealistic to say that people who are conventionally, who are considered conventionally attractive do not have greater privilege in the society. That would be really kind of colorblind to say. We do see beauty by conventional standards and everyone has their personal interpretation and feelings about beauty. But as a society, we have agreements about what is beautiful and what is not beautiful and the value that men have when they are beautiful or not beautiful, the value that gender non-conforming people have when they are beautiful or not beautiful by societal standards, by conventional standards. And when it comes to women, <laughs> 
the way that a person, a woman looks based on her age, her size, her face, her style, all the things, all the things are a huge part of what we consider valuable about her. In a way, saying that you can't see anyone as ugly is kind of betraying that you think ugly means bad. Ugly doesn't mean bad. It doesn't mean bad at all. It just means ugly. And you know what? People are sometimes ugly. Beautiful people are sometimes ugly. Everyone takes ugly photos. Everyone is sometimes ugly. Some people are always ugly. Some people are rarely ugly. Most of us are (laughs) ugly frequently enough. And the thing is about ugly is that it is in the eye of the beholder. And also, there is a way that humans respond to the way others look. And there is a way that, especially in capitalist societies, um, we do this thing where everybody is packaged and curated. And the better the package, the more well-branded the curation, uh, the more people are likely to trust you and put their faith in you and want to listen to you. And is that fucked up? I would say, yes, it is. Also, it is what it is. But when we say that we can't see ugly We're just kind of saying that we're not willing to acknowledge it because acknowledging it feels bad. And, you know, that's something to really explore and look at. Somebody being ugly doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means that they're not beautiful by conventional standards. That's not bad. It sucks. I mean, there's problems with it. You know, there's a lack of privilege that comes with it. But some things are ugly. (laughs) That's real. And we don't need to uh, be Pollyannas in order to be kind or generous. And if we do, then that kindness and that generosity is a little bit of the downside of Venus, which is fake, aka superficial, aka surface. It's really important to look at the value judgments that you have towards women, towards beauty, towards aesthetic. And whether or not your value judgments are based in trying to keep things nice or if they're based in your true values and the truth. Whenever it comes to Venus, um, what I always return to is this planet is the planet of authenticity. It is also the planet of accommodation. And so when you're dealing with Venusian issues, it's important to ask yourself, am I being accommodating or am I being authentic? And it's important to do both, right? In in a collaborative society, in a collaborative world, and certainly when we're dealing with Venus, we're talking about relationships, which is a collaborative venture. But when we're dealing with those things, when we place accommodation before authenticity, we start making compromises that can compromise ourselves. First, you must know who you are before you can know what you can compromise in a healthy way. It's important to hold yourself in wholeness and then apply diplomacy to that wholeness instead of going for diplomacy and then figuring out who and what you are later. And this Venus retrograde is a powerful time for us as individuals to do that work, but also for us as a society to do that work and to be able to share it um, through social media and through other forms of public discourse. This can be a time that is very freaking uncomfortable. And I mean, honestly, based on the world around us, I would say it is a time that is very uncomfortable comfortable for all genders. But it is really valuable because the truth is true whether or not you want to deal with it. Yeah, I said it before. I'll say it again. The truth is true whether or not you want to look at it. This is a time to look at your truth, to get honest, to get uncomfortable with your truth, because in that way, you can transform it. And that is really so powerful and so healthy. 
Now, in the context of relationships, everybody wants to talk about love. In the context of relationships, all retrogrades can bring up people from the past or bring up themes or kind of issues from your past. That's just kind of part of what retrogrades do because they want us to look back and learn from the past. They want us to look within and learn from what's true and real at this moment. And so, uh, yeah, this isn't a great time to start dating your ex. That's real. This isn't necessarily the greatest time to start a relationship, but it is a really good time to look at those themes and issues and to take agency and ownership of where you're at with those things, what you choose to consent to, the kinds of dynamics you choose to involve yourself in. That is yours. That's your Venus. That's you. And that's an important thing to stay fixated on if you can at this time. Venus retrograde is a powerful time for learning and growing. Now, I got to admit, I got a lot of questions for the podcast about uh, Venus retrograde and people being like, I'm scared. I'm scared of what's going to come. And nothing is going to hit you like an anvil from the sky. Retrogrades are a time to review and reassess. It's to look within. So if you're scared, you know, it's possible you're just misinformed about astrology. And I'm happy to say, don't be scared. But if you do understand the astrology and you're still scared, that means you're scared of looking at the truth. And that's fair. It's scary. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Things that feel upsetting are not necessarily bad. And things that are bad are not necessarily upsetting. That is a true story. I just told you a very true story. Anyways, here's the thing. Be a part of the process of your relationships. Do not give away your power. And also, you don't need to prove your power in order for it to be true. Work on embodying wholeness, which means the good, the bad, and yes, the ugly, and yes, the pretty, all of it. Own it. This is a great opportunity for us to be doing that as individuals. Now, as a society, this is a great time to have conversations about what we value and who we value. And this has so much to do with women's rights and women's representation in law and in the world at large. And that's happening. It is happening. What we really do need is more men to be a part of that conversation, don't we? And I think it's really complicated because men who really care and are really upset by what they're seeing and what they're learning about female experience are just like, I don't know how to participate, right? So a lot of guys who really want to support women are just like, yeah, but what do I do? Do I take up space talking about it? Like, does that make sense? And so here is my advice to you, young sirs, to you old sirs as well, amplify the voices of women. If you're on social media, repost smart, insightful, or inspiring things that women have written. If you are trying to understand things about the world that actually you haven't experienced, ask questions. Ask questions and really listen to the answers. That's really what you got to do right now. If you have money, put your money where your mouth is. That's a big part of this Venus retrograde. Put your money where your mouth is. If you don't like uh, the way things are going in the world, you can invest with money because Venus, again, is your is your personal finances in a different world. Invest in building a different world. In terms of this theme of put your money where your mouth is, if you look at a company and you're like, oh, this this company is run by someone that has terrible values and invests his power and his and his resources, his financial resources into parts of society that I don't believe in that I think are destructive. Okay, this Venus retrograde, it's a real short period, is a great time to go on some sort of cleanse where you stop putting your money into companies that you think are bad for the world. 
And you start putting your money into companies that you think are good for the world, right? That support and uplift the people that you want to see valued more and the, the environmental issues or the, the political societal issues that you believe in. Venus wants us to put our money where our values are. Money is only meant to reflect our values. And so this is a really powerful time to make that change for yourself as an individual personally. And if all of us do that, if all of us do that, then everything changes. You know, each individual person, we have so little agency, like in in terms of changing society. But if all of us are trying, then on the days or weeks or months when each of us as individuals falter, it's okay because our cousins, the people around us are holding it up. Now, if only like 15 out of 300 of us are doing it, that's a lot of pressure on 15 people. So don't wait for other people to create change in the world. Be a part of the change. Be a part of the goddamn change. My friend, you know how I feel about this. Passionate. I feel earnest and passionate about it. Okay, but wait. Venus retrograde is, yes, about beauty and beauty standards. It is about love and intimacy. It is about diplomacy. It is about money. It is about all of these things. But that is not all. Venus retrograde is also a call for you to really think about how you connect to sensuality. So this is, yes, a little bit of a a partnered sport that I am referring to, but it is also about your sensual, your sense-based relationship to yourself. Enjoying, valuing, and being generous to your body is Venusian. And it's a really healthy, constructive, tangible thing that you can do during this Venus retrograde is to recognize and be honest about the ways that you're not doing it, and to really think about the ways that you can do it. There's this this trend of talking about self-care, but when the bulk of your self-care is about surface things, you are not really caring for yourself. You are caring for the presentation and curation of self. This is a really important time to look at the value and care you place upon your damn body and to be generous, to be supportive, to be kind, and to enjoy it. Because we can't expect others to love us into loving ourselves. Self-love is something that we must take some level of agency around, regardless of the people in our life, the relationships in our life, regardless of what current beauty standards are, and regardless of whether or not you can afford those shoes, or you have uh, you know, certain amount of pounds that you think are too much or not enough right? This is a time for you to take greater agency about the value you place on these things to be generous and kind to yourself around this. So I'm going to wrap up this Venus retrograde uh, section. If you have questions, please do at me, you know, because I think this is a big topic. And like I said, there's tons of information out there. And I will probably put out another podcast about this uh, before it's over because it's big. And if you like what you're hearing here on Ghost of a Podcast, please do me this solid and star it. Give me a review on iTunes. Share it with your friends even with your frenemies. I'm a huge fan of sharing it with all the damn people. Support the podcast if you get support from the podcast. It is a labor of love and I hope it fills you with some self-love that you then allow to germinate through the garden of your life. That is a thing I just said. I don't know if it makes sense, but that is <laughs> that is my hope for you and for us, for all of us. Pay it forward, spread it around, be a nice person. Thanks, bye.